We are finishing up First Timothy today, um, and I mentioned yesterday that next week we're going to go into Second Timothy, and there's going to be like a little intermission is kind of how I like to think of it between First Timothy and Second Timothy because it's it's still kind of flowing, but it's like this is our little break, and then we're going to go on to Act Two of Paul addressing Timothy. So anyway, we're going to finish up First Timothy today in chapter six. Rosemary is looking at me like. No. No, we are. Okay. I'm in. There we go. I'm just thinking about the things you're saying. Gotcha. Okay. Terry, why don't you finish up six for us? Okie dokie. Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in God, who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, and to be generous and willing to share. In this way, they will lay up treasures for themselves as a firm foundation for the coming age, so that they may take hold of the life that is truly life. Timothy, guard what has been entrusted to your care. Turn away from godless chatter and the opposing ideas of what is falsely called knowledge, which some some have professed and in so doing have departed from the faith. Grace be with all you. Or you all. (laughs) Or all y'all. All (laughs) y'all. It all depends on where you are. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think that's a nice way to end it. Grace mm. be with you all. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, like, if I ever start writing letters, that's how I'm going to finish writing them, sign them off. Oh, I, like I, used to, I used to write letters, but. Yeah, I haven't done that in a long time. Long ago. Maybe I'll send all of email. you. There you go. Maybe I'll send all of you a letter that says, Grace be with you all. That is nice. I like that. Do you have my address? <laughs> Do you want to give it to us all right now, Terry? So we can all <laughs> we'll just that, put that out if, there. Uh, the listening audience wants to send me cards, <laughs> sure. Address Terry's fan mail to. <laughs> well, John, in, in this passage, um, Timothy starts with kind of um, a final Timothy. Every single time. Every Paul, time. Yeah. Paul starts out with um, like this last, these last few commands, right? But they are, um, they're a little different than the directives that they were. But it's like command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant or put their hope in wealth. Because um, they know that that's uncertain and that God is where all those treasures need to be. And he mm-hmm. does say um, further in here that um, they're to do good and be rich in good deeds and to gen... Oh, gosh, that's not what I'm trying to find. Uh, In this way, they will lay up treasure for themselves as a firm foundation for the coming age so that they may take hold of life that is truly life. And if you're just reading this as 
it's written, it's a little, um, my brain just stopped. Not, not, not deceiving, but, uh, how about that? Is that, yeah, because he's, go ahead. No, go ahead. That's fine. He's, he's talking about heaven and God. That's what it, (laughs) so instead of just flat out saying like, lay up your treasures in heaven, like start thinking eternally because eternal life starts right now. It's this little more poetic kind of cryptic flowy statement. Although I notice he said, command them, command those, command them. Mm -hmm. He kept saying, he didn't say encourage. That's true. No. And it, go ahead. He, I don't think he says encourage. He only tells Timothy to be encouraged, but he tells everybody else that they're supposed what they're supposed to do. Right? Um, I can't guarantee for the whole letter, but it does seem like that. He is encouraging to Timothy, but mm-hmm. I, in this particular one, I can speak to this one. Yeah. Um, that he's using the word command, mm-hmm. like he's not mincing words. He's not being. Um, he's saying this is definitely something that happens, right or wrong. To me, yeah. with command, it's like there's a definite yes, definite no. Absolutely. And when you think of it, so you have people who, let's say they are depending on riches. Boy, I think of people who are rich like Hugh Hefner, Michael Jackson, and stuff like that. They needed help mentally. You couldn't get to them because they were so um, enveloped in their riches. There were layers upon layers upon layers to get to them. And how dangerous is that? And so I think you have to be very careful if you're rich. I don't have that I don't have that perspective necessarily, but it's like even let's say the riches that I do have, if I'm all wrapped up in whatever I have, right? Um, it's layers and layers and layers. And you think you're insulated, but you're not, right? If we think we have everything we need, it can get taken away so fast. Mm-hmm. Gone in an instant. Um, earlier, we were talking about the word command. Earlier, I was looking for it in chapter two. He says, I urge you. Mm-hmm. So this is a very strong yeah. um, command here. Around. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you for looking that up. Mm-hmm. The, then he focuses on what we should be rich in doing. And those are good deeds. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it was, so it just brought to mind this real quick story. Omi was little and she had uh, hip. She had hip problems and she was put into a cast. So she's like two years old, three years old or something like that. And she's in her crib and she was by her mother's dresser and she was by a window. And so one day she just took her mother's jewelry box and she started throwing her jewelry out into the street through the window and people are walking on the street. This is one of those typical little towns in Germany, those little Bavarian towns, and people are walking by and the jewelry is falling from the sky. (laughs) I'm like so glad she wasn't in like my underwear drawer or something like that. That would have been like, oh, please, you know, or something like that. But anyway, just like that. But we should be that free. (laughs) <laughs> we should be giving things out, throwing them to people or giving them to people um, with our good deeds. I mean, it was just a fun thing to do. She was a little one, you know, Yeah. but um, I got well, to do that. Cheerfully, 
Yeah, you know, right yeah. throwing out and doing it cheerfully. And God loves a cheerful giver. Yeah. So God love Omi. Yeah. Can you imagine walking on the street and all of a sudden like an earring hits you in the face? Like, <laughs> Listen, what is going on? I'm down. Anytime it's raining jewels, <laughs> I will go out with an upside down umbrella. <laughs> I know. I know. It's so funny. And it was during the war. So I don't know that it was like that expensive a jewelry or anything like that. But it was just like, what? <laughs> but yeah. So, but, but that to me just gave me a picture of things like that's the way we should give freely, freely even if it isn't ours. <laughs> And to be generous and willing to share. Yeah. That's, I mean, that shows there again, that's the heart. Right. Not selfishly holding it, everything I have to myself tightly, but cheerfully and generously. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, we're average folks here, me, us. Yeah. Right? And um, I, I do love giving to people. And it is, it makes me so happy. <laughs> it's like, it is better yeah. to give than to receive. If I, if I receive, then I always feel like I need to give something back. I'm not a very good receiver, but uh. I really enjoy giving. And um, it just makes, it, it is joyful. And I just know that, you know, what I have is from God. And, you know, I, we have things so that we can help others especially in need when they're in need so that goes back to the contentment issue that we talked about earlier this week right yeah that's true and this isn't just about money giving money it's about giving deeds caring Mm -hmm. for people freely and not having an economy of uh well and so and i don't think you have this terry but you were saying like uh, you have a hard time receiving but it's almost like if someone gives me something that I have to give back to them, that that's like making it in an economy like our world. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and it's like to know that I can be given to as much as, as God determines and I can give as much as God determines. And then it's not all about us. And again, it's back to that, Suzanne, the heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. and it's just like, um, I, I know that that's not the right attitude. I should just receive gratefully and thankfully because that's their joy their giving is their joy so if I try to repay like I owe them a debt now that's that is like erasing their joy taking their joy from them and I wouldn't want that to happen in my giving yeah good point it's something I deal with yeah yeah and and I think in in certain ways we all deal with that that economy but the Part of that is that we're not free when we're doing that. Like if I give to someone and then I'm going like, they are not coming back and giving me what I want. I'm not free because I'm all focused on what they're going to give me. Right. Yeah. And the, yeah. And vice versa. Um, yeah. If someone gives to me, it's like, oh man, now I got to, now I got to do this and give back to them. Oh man. <laughs> oh, anyway. Yeah. I'm not free. I'm not focused on God and God is not the bottom line of that when I'm in that place. Right. Oh, I'm in that place right now. Darn it. Suzanne's focusing on something. Yes. I'm just thinking that that's um, like a real transactional relationship. Yeah. And that that's not what God calls us to. God's, <laughs> the, here's the reality of it. There is no transaction that we can do, that there's no transaction that we can have that will ever 
ever compare to what he did for us. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And he doesn't expect that of us either. Like this right. is a gift. Jesus was mm-hmm. a gift that God sent and we are to receive it joyfully. Mm-hmm. Now, are we to receive that gift and put it on a shelf and not think about it anymore? No, we are to, to receive that gift. We are to enjoy it. We are to share it. We are to live in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like the talent story. It, it, talents, it's like, you know, you've been given much, you know, you can freely give more and come mm-hmm. back, you know, and um, I just don't think God's economy is one for one. I think that's our economy. Yeah. But we're doing something like that. We know we're in the world kingdom. Mm-hmm. You're right, Suzanne. His is overflowing. Now we can never repay him. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. Bottom line. And it was freely given. So then we know when we're in that freedom, that joy that you're talking about, Terry, that happens, we're nowhere in God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. Because when you're trying to repay someone for something, it's like, doesn't have that joy. It doesn't have that freedom. No. Right. It has that right. obligation. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, talking about like kind of the juxtaposition of the, the world versus God's economy. Right. Mm-hmm. So first we're talking in this passage about commanding those who are rich in this present world to be um, generous and to give it away. And then um, Paul flips and says, Timothy, guard what has been entrusted to you. <laughs> so he's like, be generous, be generous, but guard it. But it's going from the be generous with the world, but then guard what has been entrusted to you because you have been given this job and you have been given the um, task of overseeing this church and the leadership of this church. So be really careful in living up to what has been entrusted to you. The people um, in that church had to be guarded against these false teachers, you know, and it, that's all up to up to Timothy. Doesn't it feel like a relationship with our kids? It's like we want to give freely to them, give freely. As, I mean, we just love them. But then we also need to guard them from things that are going to hurt them, that aren't going to be good for them. So there's a responsibility with that. Yeah. So you give freely the love and the goodness, but at the same time, you do have to guard with eyes open what's going to hurt. Well, here, one of the questions was, um, what was at stake? What is he guarding? What's at stake if if his guard fails? It's the very souls of lives of people. Mm -hmm. The very souls of people. That's a pretty big charge. It's a lot of responsibility. No pressure, young Timothy. Yeah. Aww, but it's all Timmy. on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aw. Yeah. That's, so, um, go ahead. that's a lot of responsibility for him. And it's no wonder that Paul has just poured into him over and over and over again in this very tangible way so that he can go back to reading it, so that he can go back to seeing it, so that he can... When he's discouraged, he can go back to the words that Paul has has written to him. And he reminds him, too, um, of what has been given to him and who has chosen him and that he has been called out and set aside for God. And he has that written down so that other people can see that, too. 
so that he's not just standing there saying, hey, God called me. You should listen to what I have to say. But he's able to say, you know, Paul's able to say, look, this is Timothy and he's been called and he has been anointed for this. So pay attention to him. Yep. That's such a great way for him to show him that love and that protection. Yeah. Yeah. At first I was bothered by the fact that Timothy so young was in this position, but now it's like brilliant, of course. And we're going to see even in second Timothy, how this needed to happen at this point that Timothy had to take that responsibility and, and know how to move in these situations because it gets much more dire for Paul in second Timothy in the second letter. I think that youth, Timothy's youth is very important because of the fact that he has longer <laughs> to endure. Sure. Um, you know, statistically he's going to be around longer. Um, but he's going to pick he's going to pick up a different audience too, a slightly different audience because he's not going to be seen as this old guy, right? He's like this young guy who's coming in and um, maybe is a breath of fresh air, even though people are grumbling about him and like, I really don't know, but he is able to stand there and be like, here I am. And I've been chosen by these senior people. Um, mm -hmm. And then he's going to be able to bring those people along with him for longer. Mm -hmm. I think that's super cool that he is that young. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mature in that position. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So like Timothy, we're not always young, but when we get in these positions that are difficult, how do we guard our hearts? Well, what are some of the things we can do? What does Paul tell us? That we are to turn away from godless chatter and opposing ideas of what is falsely called knowledge. Mm -hmm. which means shut it down mm -hmm. and turn to scripture, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good point. When we're in those difficult positions and we're not sure what's happening or we're realizing, wow, we're working in this world. We're only working by an economy of this world. I have to give and take and I'm obligated. We can go to scripture for different things and look at stuff. I um. I like, uh, oh yeah, that's right. This one had the Philippians 4, where they they um, just said, okay, I'm going to read just a little bit of it. Rejoice in the Lord always again. I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So in his letter to the Philippians, he was talking about that too, that they needed to guard their hearts and how you can do that. And again, that goes back to living in the positive, that this is a positive way of life, not a negative. Don't do this, don't do that. You know, we just saw that in previous days. Uh, that whole list of um, things to think about, whatever is true, noble, whatever's right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, and praiseworthy. If we could keep our minds thinking about all those things, 
that'll focus us on God. Mm -hmm. I mean, as Christians, it'll help focus us on God because all these things come from God, Mm -hmm. you know, for one thing. Plus then, you know, there's the scripture, I think I said something about earlier that um, says to take every thought captive. Man, I'm telling you, I can be in the middle of a whole big conversation in my mind about things and just be going off and thinking all manner of bad things. And it's like, holy cow, stop. Where did that come from? I mean, where did that, I know where it comes from, but it's like, no, these aren't the things I'm supposed to be thinking about. I'm supposed to be thinking about true and noble things. And if we're if we can keep filling our minds and our hearts with these good things, it doesn't leave a lot of room for, you know, who to come in mm-hmm. and give us all these bad thoughts. So really yeah. guard your mind. It's an intentional thing. It's mm-hmm. an active, like we were talking before, it's a definite action. You have to per- persevere this. Sometimes we, I know for myself, I can get in moods where I automatically am thinking these lovely things. But okay, it's when the things are really hard that I have to go back in and now think of these lovely things and intentionally make those moves towards them. And so that, and part of it for me is this fight. Like, you know, Satan, you don't get my head. Sorry, that's just not going to happen right now. And I almost have like this anger with it sometimes. Like, no, you don't get my headspace. So God, here's the plan. Here's what's happening. Um, and then look up scripture, like you were saying, Suzanne, it's like, look up scripture. It's right there for you. There have been times like I've had anger. No, really I have, but anyway, like I've had like really been angry. And so what I'll do is I'll look up, you can put into the, even a computer, but you can go in the back and you can find an index on anger. And so all you do is, is read through those scriptures that have to deal with anger. And after a while reading those things calm down, you know? So. But like you said, it's that choosing again, the going after these things, pursuing <laughs> these things, action, action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the intentionality of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, Paul's pretty open about how you need to, to live an active faith life, right? He's, mm-hmm. he's not one who says, just sit and God's going to provide. Mm-hmm. He says, mm-hmm. do, be, live in it, practice it, pursue it, mm-hmm. um, which is super important. goes back to that cross training that mm-hmm. we talked about. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, well, he finishes up with grace be with you all. So why don't we finish with grace be with you all today and have Rosemary pray for us at the end of the day. Nice. Okay. Holy Lord, we just thank you so much for this opportunity to be in your word, Lord, to learn more about you, to um, pursue your word, pursue pursue who you are. God, we just pray that um, as we do that pursuit, that we become cheerful givers freely of our time, our talents, our money, um, and all the treasures and all the things that you give us, Lord, that we understand that that's just here in this world, that ultimately our true treasure is you, God, and who you are. And we just um, pray that we get a sense of the gift of you, Jesus Christ, who've been given freely to us, just to comprehend and meditate and spend time on 
your love for us and your sacrifice and, and what you've done for us. Um, that seems so important, Lord. I also ask that, that as we do things like that, that our heart changes, that we um, have an even greater thirst to pursue you and an even greater thirst to be in your word and know who you are. God, I ask that you guard our hearts and that we can um, experience that peace that's beyond all understanding, Lord. As we think on these things that are commendable, God, as we think on these things that are good, um, Lord, we know the battle is often in our mind and our hearts, God, and we just ask that um, you're a part of that, Lord, that you bless us with that. Um, I do like that. Grace be with you all. So I just praise you, God, and I thank you in the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And cut. <laughs> 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 <laughs>